Please be seated. Our scripture today is from the Psalms. It's from Psalm chapter 71, or Psalm 71, um, verse 15. I will tell everyone about your righteousness. All day long, I will proclaim your saving power, though I'm not skilled with words. I will praise your mighty deeds, O sovereign Lord. I will tell everyone that you alone are just. O God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood, and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things you do. Now that I am old and gray, do not abandon me, O God. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You guys are in for a treat. This is one of my favorite Sundays of the whole year. Um, It's I Love My Church Sunday. And it's because just like this psalmist says, he has praised God as a child and told people about God and what God's doing in his life then. And now he says, I'm an old man, but I want to tell this next generation. Um, We're taking a page out of that. Every psalm that says, declare the goodness of God, on this Sunday we do. That's what we're doing here, is we tell the story. And I'm, we can't tell all the stories, so we have a few stories of people. And actually, this is really funny. Um, at the second service, Matt Schusler was sitting in front of Matt Jerry, and I asked Matt Schusler to speak, okay? So Matt Schusler's ready. And I looked at Matt Schusler, and I said, Matt, would you come up? And Matt Jerry just about had a heart attack. LAUGHTER because he thought, oh my gosh, it's like on the spot. Um, so these folks, don't worry, okay? If you're speaking, you know it, okay? So rest assured um, that if you are speaking, you already know it. Um, but we do have some folks with some stories to tell. And I hope that you'll be kind to them, because you can imagine what a heart attack it would be if I did call your name, okay? So you'll be gracious to these folks. And the first is one of our children. Ava Lacey has something to share. Where's Ava? There she is. Ava, do you want me to hold the microphone so you can hold, or do you want me to hold the poster? I will. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. My name is Ava Lacey. I'm seven years old, and I'm in second grade at Faith Academy, Marlboro Falls. I started coming to this church when I was two years old with my mom and my brother sitting over there. I am a Christian. I love Jesus, and I love this church because it's awesome. A is for always happy to be here. W is for I learn about the word of God. E, exciting events and cookies. S, songs are beautiful to sing and hear. O, oh, what fun it is in children's church. M, Martha is beautiful. And E, excellent pastor. Should we leave that up here? Can we leave it up here? Who wants to leave it up here? Yeah. It's going to tip. How about right here? There we go. Thank you, Ava. That was excellent and awesome. Okay, um, Elizabeth, do you want to follow that? 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no way to prepare to follow that. <clears throat> so I, I want to say one, the primary reason I love my church is because every Sunday that I'm scheduled to get up here and make an announcement on the day before the Longhorns win. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, thank you. thank you. That's my number one motivator. And I know that that's probably a reason that Laura will stop asking me to get up here and speak. <laughs> so, there's hope. I'm actually uh, thinking about why I love my church. Is I, I looked on a website, and it says on our website, Bee Creek is a community of imperfect people who experience the perfect love of God, and they're transformed, and we change the world together. And that's pretty powerful. When Laura asked me to speak, I'm like, I don't have a story. My life has been perfect. I'm not imperfect. <laughs> what is she talking about? And before I even came to Bee Creek, I certainly didn't think anything was wrong. Um, I had wonderful parents. They taught me about God. They let me go and do whatever I wanted to do, and they taught me that I could do whatever I wanted to do. Life's been pretty easy. It's uh, what's the rich man on the camel with a needle in him could get to heaven easier than me thinking about some way that I needed God. <laughs> so that's kind of what my story's about. I, I knew there was God, and I thanked him for everything that I had, and I did all my faithful servants. I was really good on doing good Christian acts, but I wasn't necessarily full of Christian grace. And at our old church, which my mother was a charter member, and we'd been there for 30 years, I mean, we were in, we gave sacrificially and helped come up with God's plan for our church. We knew what I wanted that church to be. And I took a break for a while to have Zeke and Anna and was not participating in church leadership. When they did the unconscionable, they abandoned God's plan for our church, at least God's plan according to how we saw it. And they made some decisions that were decisions that we couldn't support. And because we were thinking from our own, our own perspectives, we weren't necessarily thinking about what was best for God's kingdom. And we certainly, or at least I certainly, wasn't thinking about how I was really called to show grace and to support my church leaders and to support my church family. And so after a period of where I was maybe not behaving best, I have, I think I said I was raising Cain in church <laughs> because I was telling everybody, God called me to be competent. He called me to tell people what was wrong with the plan. So I did. I told them what was wrong with the plan. I talked about how not this pastor, but that pastor had made some bad choices. I talked about how the leaders had discarded what God's plan was. And after I realized that they weren't going to see the errors of their ways, <laughs> I left. I took my ball and I came to Bee Creek. And uh, I came to Bee Creek when David Payne was still the pastor here. And David was already knowing that he was leaving, and he was preaching a very powerful series about letting go of his church and mourning for the church that he had helped create and builds God, build God's plan for. And David, with David's sermon series and then, of course, all the sermons after, I started learning about grace. And I hate to tell y'all folks, when you're learning about grace, there's this leakage of fluid from your eyes that is quite awkward. <laughs> there's just no other way to describe, oh, when did I become this person? <laughs> and, uh, but I learned a lot over the last few years being here, and it wasn't me setting out to change. I assure you, like I said, my life was perfect before, uh, at least I thought it was. But now that I've heard about David's story of transition, Laura talking about second chances at the very beginning and then talking about how Judas 
in his daily life serving as a disciple of Jesus was actually doing what he thought was right when he was in fact not serving the Lord, he was serving the Lord of darkness. And the parallels for me were so clear because had I done what I was called to do, what God's plan for us is not that this building is built right here or it does this little thing or this color of paint. It's about how we support each other and show the love of God in the community and to each other. And that's become clear to me at Bee Creek through everything, through what we do in the community, our outreach. We do a great job on outreach as far as spending money, but what we really do on outreach is how we love and support each other and we love and support our community. And so I'm gonna say it again as a closing, as Bee Creek is a community of imperfect people, and I, I get that I'm one of them now. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> but here we can experience the perfect love of God because God's love is perfect. Not only did the other church thrive and survive without me, I've learned and, learned and grown. He still wants me, even though I'm imperfect and I was working against him. And we are, we are transformed. I've been transformed, and I can see it every day in what we do. And as we change the world together, that's why I love my church. Well, she did that pretty well, right? Yeah. Tax collectors are people, too. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. She's our finance chair, for those of y'all who don't know. Um, and, or t- What? And Longhorns, right. Longhorns are people, too. Um, So, Kevin, would you like to come up now? And look at that. There's a Kevin right here and a Kevin right there. Good thing I issued the disclaimer. Kevin told me such a great story when he joined the church. Um, I've been longing for him to tell it to you, so I'm really excited that you're going to do it. Yeah. I'm following a couple of professionals. And if I wasn't nervous enough standing up here, my mother-in-law and father-in-law showed up. Uh, my name is Kevin Ard, and I shared a little experience with Pastor Laura, and she asked if I would share it. So in order to do that, I have to take you back a little bit in my life and tell you about some of my accomplishments and things I'm proud of. And, uh, well, that would be about it. <clears throat> no, actually, <laughs> actually, I do have something I'm pretty proud of. You show the picture. This is uh, never seen it that big. That's a picture of my wife Amy and I at my high school senior prom in 1985. So, how many people can say that you took your spouse to your high school senior prom? And I, I might be wrong about this, but I think that there's not a whole lot of people that can say that, so I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. <clears throat> but maybe what makes the story a little more interesting is we didn't get married right out of high school. In fact, we didn't get married until 2012. And uh, a long story short, I was a couple years older, and after I graduated, I uh, went off to college, moved somewhere else, and... <clears throat> I have forgotten a whole lot about that point in my life, but one thing I vividly remember is how much I loved her. But uh, still, we eventually just drifted off and went our separate ways, and 27 years of life occurred. 
<clears throat> and uh, for me, that included some pretty bad things, including uh, two divorces, several children that I eventually lost contact with. And uh, I had a 21 plus year career that was going great. And I just up and decided, I think I want to do something else. And when I did, it ended up failing. So at that point, I was like, I think it's about time to come back to Austin because at least my family's here. I can try to regroup and pick myself up. So I, I moved back here in 2011. And uh, wasn't long after that when Amy and I reconnected. She had just recently been through a, a failed marriage. So uh, we basically just picked up right where we had left off and uh, didn't take long for us to know we, we were meant for each other. So we got married in uh, 2000, uh, April of 2012. And I began to experience a, a happiness and a peace that I had never experienced before. And uh, that was a great thing, but as, as time went on, I, I found that I was starting to have a lot of questions about, you know, how come it had to happen this way? And maybe God was had put her in front of me all those years ago and telling me who this person was, but I wasn't listening or, you know, did I not see this? Because it sure seems like a lot of bad things could have been avoided. And uh, so anyway, after we got married, we bought a house in this area and, and moved and started looking for a church home. And uh, we came here and immediately felt very comfortable, and really liked what we heard Pastor Laura saying. So we joined, and Easter service of this year became, I've been a Christian all my life. I've been to a lot of Easter services. I know this probably doesn't sound good, but a lot of the traditional services are not that big a deal to me. I've heard it. I, I, I appreciate it. I understand the significance of a lot of those things like the resurrection, but it just lacks some kind of a personal connection for me. It's, these are humanity issues. and. Uh, but as I sat in here on that service, I heard Pastor Lars speaking, and I was hit with something that I had never been hit before. And uh, she was speaking of the resurrection, and God provided this moment or this time that we can have a brand new start and a brand new beginning and wipe away all the old, the past, doesn't matter anymore. And I realized at that moment that that's what had happened to me. And... Uh, um, where I was so focused on some, so many of the negatives and the bad things and the pain, but God was saying this is your chance to experience true love and true peace. And I can't tell you how much relief I started to experience at that moment. It just like waves and just like hundreds of pounds of stress was just sloughing off, off of me. And... Uh, it was a great thing, and uh, so anyway, just in closing, what I'd like to say, and I feel like I've heard other people say similar sentiments when they've got up here and, and spoken, but I believe that God puts specific people in our lives, you know, for a specific reason. Um, we might not necessarily understand that at any given time, and believe me, I've got some questions for him at some point. <laughs> find out about some people, but anyway, let's, let's I digress, but, um, but I believe that uh, Pastor Laura has a capability for me that 
not only do I hear and understand the word of God, but I also have found some some uh, very personal connection towards it because of her speaking. And I think that's similar to what I've heard other people express here. So I just want to publicly thank God for my new beginning and and also for this church and for Pastor Laura speaking. May it continue to bless us all. Thank you. I'll have to pay you later for that, Kevin. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, okay, we've got one more story. And what I want to share with you is I want you all to go back and listen to the podcast. Because right? there was a whole different group of people speaking um, at 930. And um, it would, they would remind you that it's not just what I say, but it's how you act. And it's the prayers that you pray. And it's the times when somebody new is sitting next to you and you say, welcome to this church. Um, that make a difference, and it's how you go out from here. Um, when I go out from here, people expect me to be a pastor, right? They expect me to, to say good things about the church and to be a certain way. When they see you living that same way, when they see Kevin and Elizabeth and the transformation that God is working in their lives, that's the light of Christ shining in the darkness. So, um, Steve, would you like to come up? Steve's going to be our closing. A lot of y'all, um, Steve is interesting, and he'll get into this, because he's like our youngest person right? Um, and so people will be like, what brought Steve here? And even when Steve joined, I'm like, you realize we don't have anybody your age, but there's got to be a first one and you can be it. And he's like, I'll be the guy, right? Um, so he's, he's been volunteering. He's amazing with our youth. Um, so I'm excited for y'all to hear his story. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, my name's Steve Holland and I moved out to Spicewood six months ago uh, to start my career. And at the time, I, I was getting out of school, and I, I felt God reaching out to me and, and, and asking me to explore my faith and to reconnect with him. And so I stumbled into V Creek Methodist um, in an effort to, to reconnect with my faith, and I immediately fell in love with the culture and the people and this environment that we all create. And uh, so... After that, I, I, I had a large request for Laura. I asked her to baptize me in the Guadalupe River um, <laughs> on a fly fishing trip. And she said yes. She was more excited about it than I was. So I was that's when I knew I really found my church. And, uh, and since then, uh, reflecting on every Sunday since then, I've, I've realized it's, it's, uh, it's really... The number one reason why I love my church is because of you guys. You know, you show up committed to growing your faith and to transforming lives, not just your lives, but other people's lives. And it's inspired me to transform my own life. I find that the more that I give back to this church and to my faith, um, the more I give back. And so I'd like to thank you for being the reason why I love my church. And, and thank you for inspiring me to be a better Christian. Thank you. Okay, since he didn't say it, I need to give the backstory on this trip. I mean, how many times did we, like, fall out of those boats? <laughs> Is Greg here? So, yeah, sorry, Greg. Greg, 
Okay, so I was going down. I got caught. I'm stuck. Greg's like looking back. Jana made it through fine. Um, and, and because he's looking back at me, I guess there was like a total capsize moment. And like we had video cameras. It was just a nightmare. Um, and then this storm is rolling in. Um, and it was, we were just like, paddle faster, go faster. Um, but if you see that picture, um, Steve had this spot that we were going to, you know, be baptize him. We're going to fly fish. Um, and we got to this point, we were like, maybe we should just go ahead and baptize you now. And, and thank God we did, because then um, I had my, this, this was from my camera and the phone. And um, anyway, it was, a great, it was a great time. And I'm just going to close with one thing he said to me. I hope that's okay. Um, he said as we're, as we're paddling, um, he said, I feel like I have a new life, and I wonder what God would have me do with it. And I think that that's what we all need to think about, is because we have encountered the perfect love of God, because we are forgiven, we have a brand new life, and what are we going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Because it matters not just for the heart that's beating in your chest, but for the thousands of hearts that are beating all around this church. Let's pray. God, we ask that um, your blessing be upon this day. We thank you. I thank you, God, for the generosity of these people at Bee Creek, um, for how they inspire me, for how they share your love with others, um, for how you help us imperfect people not only to be transformed, but to change the world. And that's such a privilege, Lord. And um, we're just happy to be doing that together. We're happy to be a part of your world. We're happy to be a part of this group of believers. And I pray, Lord, your blessing upon each person here, upon this church. May we continue to grow in vibrancy and passion for you and desire to change this world. May nothing stop us or stop your witness through us. We know that you've put us here for a reason. We know that being just 12 years old, there's a reason you put us here. And help each of us to do our part so that your goal and your plan for this church can be accomplished. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.